we exalt you. And Lord, we trust you with, with your promises because we know that everything is yes and amen in Christ Jesus. And we thank and praise you. And Father, I ask that you break open the bread of life for your people here today. And Lord, I ask that you allow us to and help us to receive the word of God. And we thank and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, Amos 9:13 season is here. Amen. And I just believe God wants us to understand exactly what it is and how it works. We all know the scripture so that we'll receive it and it won't go by us. And then you know how it is some uh, like the, the, you know, these little phases. I don't know what you call them. And they come in and out of the church and you miss it. You say, oh, was that here? <laughs> you know, oh, I didn't know. We don't want to miss this because it's a season of favor. God's favor uh, just overtaking God's people following you overtaking you don't have to go nowhere and tell nobody i got favor and i you don't have to do that because that means you're looking for it amen but i'm telling you god's favor will follow you overtake you and run you down amen so there is nothing normal it's not normal about the amos 9 13 season stop trying to don't try to figure this one out see because some things are past finding out amen you just receive it because some things in God is so simple, it don't make sense. And God loves to use the simple things to confound the wisdom of the wise. So some things you just have to receive because you trust God. Amen. Now, under usual circumstances, the period between seed seeds are placed in the earth and the time it yields its produce is a time spent working. Think about the farmer. Think about your garden. Working, watering, weeding, and waiting. The four W's. Working, watering, weeding, and waiting. Now, this is growth, right? But it's growth by the laws of nature. If you put something in the ground and you water it, pull the weeds, you know, you wait, you'll see something. That's the laws of nature. But the Amos 9.13 sees is going to defy. It defies the law of nature. And that's why I'm telling you, don't try to figure this one out. Just believe it and receive it. It can't be figured because it doesn't make sense because it's all God's, God's intervention. The laws of nature require sunshine because if you put a seed in the ground, it gets no sun, then you get a dwarf, you get a dwarf product. Amen. So it needs rain, it needs, or some type of water, and it requires sunshine and the passing of time. So I'm just trying to build this up and set a stage for you to get your faith in order. Amen? So because the earth really yields crop by itself, if you plant a seed, it's going to germinate by itself. You'll never go out there and put no water on it because at some point it'll rain enough to sustain that plant. See, see, the law of nature really works without humans. It always did. It always did. That's how trees grow. We don't go out and take care of trees. Amen. Now, if you plant one in your yard, you probably go out and fertilize. But think about the forest. Nobody goes out and take care. So the law of nature works alone. Are y'all here? Y'all got that? Amen. So 
it works because of God's creational things, how God set things up in the earth. It yields its fruit in its season all alone, even if you don't tend to the garden. You know, it makes better fruit if you go out and put fertilizer and water it and prune it. It makes better fruit. But if you do nothing to a seed, it'll bring forth fruit on its own. And now uh, let's go to Mark 4 because I want to show you that process. And it's called a normal process. So in Mark 4.28, it gives an example of the normal process, the laws of nature. Mark 4.28. And it says here, it says, for the earth yields crops by itself. See, this is not something. See, because I don't like to just tell people stuff and, you know, you go to the word. Amen. The earth yields crops by itself. First the blade, then the head. After that, the full grain or the full blade in the head, in the head, okay? Amen. If you do a, a, a talking about an ear of corn, it's that the full blade and then the, the ear that's on the inside. It goes through stages, but... This is how <laughs> this is how it's done, and it's a due process or a due season. It's the same thing for a, a, a how can I say this? It's the same thing when a woman becomes pregnant. There's a, a there's a season for that baby to come, and it starts off as a little what is it embryo or whatever. It's a you know starts as a seed, and it grows, and people deliver you know that show i didn't know i was pregnant which i think they did but they probably they probably didn't know for many many months because the law of process or the law of nature takes care of things on its own amen so i'm just trying to show you now let's go to amos 9 hallelujah Amos 9. Now, God is the creator. He created all things for us to enjoy. Why? Because he loves us. Amen. God likes to do things supernatural sometimes to defy men's knowledge. And I really believe this is why he's blessing us with the Amos 9 season. Now, the Amos 9, 13 season defies the law of nature. What we just read in Mark 4, 28, Amos 9 defies that. So it's up to you to believe it and receive it. Amos 9, 13 says, Behold, let me find it. Behold, the days are coming, saith the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper and a treader of grapes, him who sows seed. The mountain shall drip with sweet wine. You know, it just didn't say wine. It says sweet, something that's able to be, you know, it's ready for drink. It says, and all the hills shall flow with it. And I will bring back the captives of my people, Israel. In other words, he's saying, look, I'm going to make things right. Amen. This is what he's saying. 
He will bring back the captivity of his people, meaning he'll bring back all those promises that he made, that we gave up on, and he's going to give it to us only double. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. See, this stuff has to be received. Now, somebody should have got goosebumps other than me. (laughs) Amen. So he'll bring us back to how it was in the Garden of Eden. And we've studied that before. Where he says, I'm going to make it right. Amen. So he who sows seed, he's going to bring that seed multiplied back to you. Amen. So to understand Amos 9, Amos was a shepherd. He was a farmer. And God often spoke to him in language farmers understood. And that's why sometimes you'll get that farm language. You ever notice that in the Old Testament? Because everybody was a farmer. And they understood those expressions. But he mostly spoke in Amos 9, what we just read in metaphors, you know, where he, he talked about mountains dripping with sweet wine. You know, it's a metaphor. Amen. And this is the, the, the expression of language that farmers understood. But I tell you, when I started trying to understand uh, giving and sowing and reaping, when I thought about them farmers, that set me straight like it did Oral Roberts. I didn't understand it until we talked about the farmer. And so I believe this is why God speaks in their language so that they can understand it because we understand it too. So God also talked in Harvest terms, like the plowsman overtaking the reaper, those are harvest terms. Amen. He could have said, I'm sending a bank load of money to your house. Everybody understand that. But back then, he had to speak in, in farmer's language. But this is what he's saying for all those who will receive it. <laughs> Amen. Because the spirit of favor. Is hitting your house even as we speak. Amen. So God also talked in, in harvest terms. We said that the plowsman and the reaper. And those are the two most important people in the process of sowing and reaping. You gotta have somebody to plant, you gotta have somebody to, to collect. Now the plowsman is responsible for preparing the ground for planting. The plowsman prepares the ground, and the reaper is responsible for gathering the harvest from the previously planted seeds. So I don't know whose job is the hardest. They're both vital. But there's an unusual description given in Amos 9.13 as it relates to the sequence and timing of their labor are y'all there (laughs) the lord declared that the plowman will overtake the reaper amen in other words when he's just puts preparing the ground to for planting the reaper is coming to take up what he didn't even put out yet well that didn't go over well y'all need to see those are ones that won't get it you got to receive things or read it for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Amen. Amen. 
So, so you see how God is using words metaphorically to convince us of how intense this time is. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, now it's like, well, why is this just happening now? All of these centuries, even through the covenant, before the covenant, after the covenant, he's been saving this for for now. He's been saving it for now. Now's the time. Well, why? I don't know. Ask God. Maybe he'll tell you. He didn't tell me. And frankly, I don't care. (laughs) I want to receive. And you know, I thank God for those that gave and sowed seed before me so that I can receive because I'm living in the time to receive. My children and grandchildren are living in the time and season to receive what's been done before us. Amen. Hallelujah. And so this is what God is saying. He's saying, I'm going to defy nature for you. Are you getting that? That's deep, ain't it? I'm going to defy nature. Those things that you prayed for that you forgot about. Amen. Bring them to pass real quick. Hallelujah. Those things that you thought I forgot about. Gonna bring it to pass if you receive this. So you got to receive it. You got to go out and you have to pick fruit to receive it, right? To get it back to your house. Well, you got to send your faith out. So God declared that the plowman would overtake the reaper. Now that word overtakes means catching up with and even passing by something or someone. I like that. See ya. <laughs> Love you. But I'm believing God. It's best I know. Amen. I'm going to say that again. That word overtakes means catching up with and even passing by something or someone. So spiritually, this term indicates a swift and accelerated process of bringing in the harvest so that the distance between the seed planting and the harvest becomes shorter and shorter. Are y'all here? Hallelujah. Amen. This ain't one of them get ready, get ready, get ready things. Harvest, amen. Harvest time is here. And it's here for all those that will receive it. So you got to receive something in here. Amen. It has to speak to you. Amen. The distance between planting and harvesting becomes a shorter. That gap starts to close in. Amen. It's varied by nature and by scripture. It's verified by nature and scripture. I'm sorry. That a farmer, farmers understand this. And it's typical planting of a, and harvesting process is typical but it it uh, dictates a time and span of four months now let me explain to you what i'm saying when if you go and you you know that scripture that talks about the the latter rain the 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 latter and the what's that other one former and the latter rain that's a distance is is four months between the former and the latter rain because one is spring and one is after right before harvest time and so that's usually how long it takes 
for a, a, a crop, a normal crop to be watered and you know how it is you sow and then when we're we're riding down the, the freeway and you look and you see the corn and you know you know it's almost time it changed colors and it's almost time for harvest well that's a, a, a period of four months between planting and picking we'll see the amos 9 13 season defies that time where it's three months two months you mean that corn is ready already i just saw those people out there last month when we were going you know we were on, on the turnpike and they were just planting that corn and now they're picking it up see that's the that's what i'm talking about the amos 9 13 season is here where you're going to see the time in planting get shorter and shorter from harvesting and then at some point the time that you plant is going to follow <laughs> the time that they harvest i'm not talking about old stuff that got rotten on the vine i'm talking about before they plant they're out there picking they're running into each other and the people are getting confused like oh now are you harvesting well i'm supposed to be planting what are you doing well look i'm picking it up amen and see wouldn't you like for blessings to come after you that quick amen you know, that where now this is just me saying this, where when you think of something, you need boom. Where you, you know, you get a call from one of the college students, Ma, I need another calculator, boom. Okay, no problem. Or whatever. God's already taking care of things before you, you know what I'm saying? Where you can start adding principle to your you know your house note instead of just paying the note and then you put another some more here's the principal so i can get paid get this paid quicker and so that will allow us to have more faith and the more faith we put out there to i believe the more quicker it'll come amen hallelujah so this is not just a, a nice scripture to make you feel good but this is real it's it depends on what you think about it because this is the thing you'll see it happen you will see it but if you don't believe it it'll, it won't affect you god wants it to but he won't force anybody to believe something or some people say oh i'm good well i'm good but i want to be better <laughs> amen hallelujah let's go to genesis 8 hallelujah You know, if, if we are really that tired and we want to see change, you'll believe. Because if you don't believe, you don't see change. So you'll believe what God tells you. Believe in his scriptures. Amen. Hallelujah. So while the earth remains, seed time and harvest. Verse 22. It says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night will not cease. Amen. It won't cease. <laughs> Hallelujah. So it's a law. That's what this, this is what the Lord showed me. It's a law, and it will always work. That's why it will always come. Seed time and harvest. But what if God alter these laws? 
you know, put his hand on it and and cause it to, to accelerate. Because that's really what we're talking about. We're talking about acceleration. So what if God would accelerate these, this law is still in effect. He's not going to change the law because he made it. He can't do it. But he could put his supernatural hand on something and cause it to accelerate and to go faster than it ever has gone before. Just to please his people who he loved. Just, just to please those that he's, you know, pleased with. And so anybody can, it's kind of like a pool that you can jump in if you want to or stay on the sidelines and watch people get blessed. you understand what I'm saying? So while the earth remains, seed time and harvest. And see, this is to show you that it backs up the scripture. Where were we just at? Of Amos 9, 13. That these things are going to be, he's not changing what he's already written. He's just He's just speeding it up. Amen. So farmers lived and died by this principle, seed time and harvest. He ain't about to change that. Amen. (laughs) They live and die by this principle and this promise of God that as long as earth remains, seed time and harvest shall, you know, it'll be here. But the Amos 9.13 principle says God is, is, he's suggesting that harvest is now. That's all he's saying. He's saying, I'm going to supersede. I'm going to speed this up where it's always harvest time. Amen. Hallelujah. It is harvest now. God is going to divinely intervene, supernaturally intervene. On his, and, and you know what he's doing? He's intervening on the law of nature that he set in motion. He do what he want to do with his stuff. Just like if you want to throw your brand new car in the river, you can do it. I hope you don't. But if you want to, it's yours, right? So God can do what he want to do with what's his. And if he want to slow things up or speed things up, he's not changing the laws. He's superseding. Amen. And he's doing it because of a, a people who, who has obeyed. He's doing it because of his love. Let's just keep it real. Because he loves us. Amen. The law of nature. Is no match for God's divine power. Because he can hasten and interrupt because it's his. <laughs> Amen. So in other words, I believe the Avis 9.13 blessing or season is to accelerate time. God is accelerating time to establish his kingdom purpose for us, those that he has called, those that have worked for him, those who are waiting to get blessed by him. He is doing this for a kingdom purpose so that we can understand and know what's on the inside of us. And that we've not been doing this for nothing. We've been working for him in ways that don't show. Maybe you feel like you've been doing the best you can do and you want to see God's glory. He hears these prayers. Amen. And he knows what's on the, in the hearts of the people. And I'm telling you, there's been people crying out, saying, God, I don't want to wait anymore. God, can you speed up time? He's heard these cries. Amen. Maybe it ain't you, but it's somebody on this earth. And he's saying, I have heard the cry of my people, and I'm accelerating time. And this is the thing. It's his time that he's accelerating. He's accelerating your time. He's accelerating his. Amen. 
He's accelerating his time because it's his. You know, he's behind time. You know, Job said that God was in the center of time. Amen. And so he's accelerating his own thing so that he can show his people how much he cares, that he's heard the cry. He's heard, he's heard everything that you've called for. And I'm just commanding the devil to come off of the minds of the people right now so that they can receive what he's saying in the name of Jesus. See, the devil would like to block your blessing. Don't want you to get it. Now, this is why. Because, number one, he's jealous of God's love for us and our love for God, so he'll use anything. Amen? He'll use anything. And so he doesn't want this spirit of um, uh, favor to come on you but it, it's here and it's now and he's up he's shaking up the established order his established order because he's divinely intervening supernaturally intervening the laws of nature hallelujah and also he's 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 interrupting the established order of religion Amen. Wait on God. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Religion. Always talking about God's going to do something. And then when God see it, and religion don't like this move. Because it's like this. Jump in the pool if you believe it's there. Jump in the pool if it's for you. God is 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 charging all of us to believe it so that we can receive it it's not anything you have to wait on anymore it's up to you to believe it and jump in and receive it because if you do you will receive amen hallelujah everybody can receive it everybody won't but everybody can because see the devil's voice speaks louder than the scriptures and see, when I was like that, I knew it. And I said, God, I said, I, I'm, I just start binding everything that moved. I said, I'm going to get this. I started that a while back. I said, uh-uh. You know, I didn't know it was my own, you know, thinking. But I was binding that. I bind everything that was in my way. Everything that seemed like it was causing me not to understand and receive what God had for me. I said, it's got to move because I got to get this. Amen. And this is how you, this is one of them times. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So God will accelerate time to establish his kingdom purpose in us. He's trying to show us something. Amos 9.13 season offers new faith and expectation. And see, in giving, we always forget about expectation. We give, we expect for a few days. And then we say, ah, that little voice comes and says, it's just going to be like the rest of them. Amen. And so we let it go. But I'm telling you, I believe that this season of favor is going to offer new hope. Even those, those things that we've given, that we let go, I believe God is, because he doesn't forget anything. He doesn't forget anything that he tells us that we can have. Those small things, from the small things to the big thing. Old disappointments give way to new realities. 
Amen. Abundance and fruitfulness. Those things that didn't bear fruit for you, I believe if you trust this this thing and, and get into this favor, that you're going to see what you haven't seen for whatever reason. Amen. Amen. This time has been reserved because, you know, Amos is an old book. <laughs> it's an old book. But I believe it's been reserved for today. Amen. Amen. It's like this. Or else, why else would it be here for us now? Is it God going to do stuff on accident? Amen. So I'm believing that God's favor is on us now for whatever reason. And God wants to bless us. And he's reserved the Amos 9:13 season for now. And, and this is another thing. It's not a temporary season. Amen. But this is a new way of life. <laughs> a life of expectation. But really, truly, it's always been like that as far as I'm a life of expectation. But it's kind of like we didn't feel like we had permission to believe for something now. It's like we had to wait. And there is a waiting process because seeds have to germinate and they have to grow. But I believe that God is, in this hour, he's already said it, it's it's like I'm speeding it up. It's still going through the process. But the process is speeding up so that we can receive it now in this day and not continue to wait for something that God has already promised us. We can have it now. Amen. We can have it now. Hallelujah. Amen. Number one, and I just wrote some things down, God will exceed all you expect. If you dare to expect it, he'll exceed that. In other words, if you're praying for one kid, he'll give you two. Amen. I don't wish that on nobody. (laughs) One is heavy, two is even more, but he'll exceed what you expect. Number two, God will increase all that you invest. If you invest it, he'll increase it. He'll do that because he's already doing it. Number three, God's favor is moving at lightning speed. You don't have to wait to give people favor. He give it to them. Amen. Amen. I believe God's favor is moving people. You know, the sons and daughters of God, moving them into an unprecedented Um, position of receiving I mean I don't think it's ever going to be done like this before I really don't and we don't have any scripture to prove anything otherwise amen hallelujah incredible blessings I think it's going to be done better now than it's ever been before amen let's go to John 14 where Jesus was talking to his disciples and mind you, the, the, the disciples had limited vision like some of us. <laughs> limited vision. But God has something for people whose vision is limited. Amen. John 4, verse 35.
I'll be there shortly. Okay, John 4.35. And it says here, this is Jesus talking to his disciples. It says, do you not say there are still four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are ready, white for harvest. Are y'all here today? For all you doubters, unbelievers, mockers, scorners, verse 36. It says, and he who reaps receive wages and gathers fruit for eternal life. And he who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together for in this the saying is true one sows and the other reaps i send you to reap that for which you have not labored others have labored and you have entered into their labors. So now you can take this two ways because it is talking about harvesting souls. But it's also talking about any seed that you sow. He says you're going to go out and receive something that somebody else planted. Will, will you have any complaints? I know that's right. And somebody else is going to probably reap something else that you sow. Maybe somebody that you spoke a word to at the hospital and then somebody else sees them at the park and that harvest is ripe for the picking any seed all seed it doesn't make any difference seed is seed are y'all here today but you see this is some real it's real any seed that's sown is going to be harvested if you sow it, you may not reap it. Somebody else will reap it, but you'll sow something that somebody else reap. And then when God accelerates things, you'll start to sow things that's not even sown. I mean, you'll start to reap things that's not even sown yet. And that's when you go and buy with no money. Amen. Amen. So you got to get religion out of your head because it'll make you miss this thing. God will accelerate time to establish his kingdom purpose. This is what he will do. It's what he's doing. Amen. So in other words, Jesus was telling him, look, don't say it's four months. And he was talking about the, you know, the time for sowing. He said, don't say it's four months anymore. He says, because you can have it now. This is really what he was saying. He says, it's the season where you reap a crop that you didn't toil and you reap a result of someone else's work. And this is what he's saying. Because it says that in the, in the Amplified. Amen. And Jesus confirmed this Amos 9 season where this, is, this accelerated time has been reserved for us today. And he, he's con, he, he confirmed it in, in Luke 4 again. Let's go to Luke 4. We already read it in John 4. We just read it. Are y'all here? So let's go to Luke 4. Let's go back. And he's going to confirm it again. Because he ain't scared to confirm nothing in his word. For all you doubters. Uh, let's go to Luke 4. 
let's see. I don't even know what's what we're at. It's where he he recited uh, Isaiah 61. I don't know what's going. Oh yeah, I think it's in 18, 16. Yeah, in 16. At Luke 4:16. I think that's the one I want. And he says, so, and this is uh, when Jesus was rejected, which he always was. And it says, so he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book. Now, from my understanding, he was invited. (laughs) He was invited in. (laughs) As if it matters, but. 17, he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. And he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And this is also Isaiah 61. It says, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has made me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and to recover sight to the blind. And to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the accelerated or the acceptable year of the Lord. And, of course, that's Jubilee. Amen. Uh, Let's see, where am I at? And then in 20, it says, then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. Remember, we read this before. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, now listen to this. Today is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Amen. Because he, he, he recited Isaiah 61, said receive sight to the blind. In other words, he was saying, look, you can have this today. You can have it today. Amen. But they didn't get it. But that's what he was saying. And he read everything that was in the book, received sight to the blind, healed the brokenhearted, proclaimed liberty to those captives, recovery sight to the blind, set at liberty those who are oppressed, proclaimed the acceptable year of the Lord. And then he said, now this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. Amen. In other words, he was saying, if you can hear this, this day, you can have it. Amen. And it says in 22, so all bore witness to him and marveled at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they were set and they said, is this not Joseph's son? (laughs) That's why I said nobody got it. Amen. And he said to them, you will surely say this proverb to me, physician, heal thyself. Whatever we have heard done in Capernaum. Do also here in your country. And then he went on talking about their religious devils. Because that's really what he was, he was chasing down. Amen. And so anywhere, those scrolls, it was the sacred scrolls that he read. And it was uh, handed down from Isaiah. And it was for today. And he was saying, you can have this now. Amen. You want deliverance, you can have it now. You don't want to be poor no more, you can have it now. You can so in other words, God can accelerate. He was accelerating way back then. Amen. 
So this Amos 9, 13 thing is nothing new. Amen? Because you can have it now. And this is what he was saying. And the people were shocked. And they said, <laughs> whatever. But it, what Jesus was talking about was a suddenly accelerated time in their, in their he told them. And they didn't, they didn't adhere to it. Amen. You know why they didn't like it? This, and I wrote some things down because it messed up their calendars. <laughs> Religious calendars. It wasn't on the docket. I'm telling you. Didn't go along with it. Number one, you remember they had those, they didn't have watches, they had timepieces. And see what he was saying is the four months. Remember he said, don't say four months. It takes. That was going to mess up their little dial, sun, whatever, sundials, I don't know, calendars, where the farmers, that was going to mess up the almanac. You know, religion don't like nothing that's going to mess up what they've been believing all along because they get used to it. I was like that. I know what I'm talking about. And so when I went, the Lord took me out of the church and put me into a full gospel church where everything was accelerated. I said, these people doing all this stuff now. And I thought, we, you know, they tell you, Terry. (laughs) And you saying, you know, what they doing it now. They praying in tongues already. Same thing. Same thing. And and when people don't understand it, they say it's the devil. That's the devil talking through them, you know, because things that people we don't understand, we tend to put down. Same thing. They were putting his his when he's saying, you know, you can have it now. What what was exactly did he say? This scripture, Amen, is fulfilled in your. He said it's fulfilled. You're free to have it today. That's what he was saying. And they didn't like it because it messed with the sundials, all the timepieces, messed with the spirit of the, the law of sowing and reaping. They didn't like the, this suddenly acceleration time. Amen. They didn't like it. Hallelujah. I did write some other stuff about it messed with the calendars and it's, it hyper it's sped <laughs> their calendars. They didn't like that. And it brought the year of Jubilee right into the middle of the day. And everybody's waiting on Jubilee where everybody had money. And everybody, you can have it now. You know, those other people that's look, waiting on the wealth transfer, those are the Jubilee people. They, in other words, you got to get a sinner's permission to have what God, Jesus already said. This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. You don't have to wait on nobody to get finished. Whatever they have left over, you can have it. That's, that ain't right. But I used to believe that. I used to believe it. And I would say, yeah, those old uh, rappers with them chains on, and I can't wait until they lose their money. That ain't God. But I thought that's what, you know. But he says, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ear. That means whatever God is promising, you can have it now according to Luke 4 and according to Amos 9, 13, because God is going to accelerate time so that you can have it now. Amen. It's up to you. Hallelujah. No more waiting. Amen. Time has begun. (laughs) Well, it's like there's a beginning and an end for everything. God 
Jesus is Alpha Omega, first and last, the beginning and the end. There's a beginning and an end for time, all the time. But God is time. So he can do what he want to do with time. So if he want to accelerate things so that you can have what you want, he'll do it. Amen. God is above all time. Amen. God moves in and out of time any kind of way he wants to at his pleasure. And years become months. I like this month become weeks. Weeks become days. Days become hours. Hours become minutes. And minutes become seconds. And this is how he accelerates time. And he can do this in an instant. God ever ever uh, held time for you? He's done it for me. God, don't let me be late. Don't, don't, don't. Hold that light. Hold that light. And you get through that. So he accelerates time. Holds it. Accelerate it. Hold it back. Does what he wants to do. He does it all the time. We just don't realize it. Don't let me be late. 801. 801. <laughs> he does it all the time. Amen. So this is nothing new. I'm thinking about how God has been doing this so much, but he's going to do it so much more. Amen. Hallelujah. And he's going to do it for the glory of God, for his glory. He transformed into instantaneous miracles. You know, the people where, you know, this winting, I believe winting is going to be, I'm healed. Now. I'm healed. And here's the manifestation of it. So get ready for Amos 9 because it gives us hope. Now, what does it do? gives us hope so that you don't give up. Amen. So that you can lift your head. Amen. It leaves you with anticipation. It should. Because, <laughs> and this is what I want to leave you with. Life is, is like... Uh, the speed of favor it's going to be it's not going to be like when am i going to get this but it's all up to you and you jump on board because you're going to get sick of seeing other people get blessed you can say they can have it i can have it i want it too amen don't you want it amen i'm done for today hallelujah we'll finish up tomorrow hallelujah the aim is 9 13 blessing and it's all about the 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 speeding uh the speeding of of uh favor and it's going to be like lightning like and favor is there favor should be in the front of whatever you're doing nowadays you should see favor whenever whatever if you enter into some type of contract you know whatever it is that you are doing favor should be there Amen. I'm believing for favor for a bus for us. Favor is there. Amen. Let favor touch everything that you do. Amen. I'm believing for cars to be paid off. Amen. And all of this stuff, favor, will help you to do that. Amen. But you've got to trust this thing. You have to trust. in the. If you can't trust the, the Bible, you can't trust nothing. Amen. Hallelujah. So, Father, bless your people. And, Lord, I just thank you for your word. I thank you for this season that is upon us. Ain't coming, it's here. Amen. This day is this scripture fulfilled.
in your ears this day. So you can, favor is here. You ought to walk in it now. Whatever you do. Hallelujah. Bless your people, Father. We just thank you. And we give you all the honor and glory. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we pray for those who are not here, Lord, that they would fill their seats again, Father. And we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Is there anybody that needs prayer before we leave? I can pray for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise God.